Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Centered Classroom Podcast. This episode is the first in a series called More Than a Month. I believe it is great to have special time to highlight a group of people, places, perspectives, but it should not be the only time a people are recognized. Think of it like a birthday. I love being recognized and celebrated on my birthday, but I also appreciate the other days that people show me I am valued and loved and appreciated. A week or so before every Heritage Month, I will feature an episode on the podcast sharing some thoughts and insights, concerns, and points for consideration. These will be solo episodes at first, but my hope is to have guests featured that identify with the cultural heritage being discussed. Hearing authentic stories is important and valuable. Stories build bridges of empathy person to person. If you are on my email list already, then you will also receive emails with book and resource recommendations. If you are not, head over to customteachingsolutions.com to grab the free checklist I have created for you to help you as you develop a welcoming and inclusive classroom. Grabbing that free resource will get you on the email list and set you up to get all the other gems and additional goodies that I always share twice a month or so. Also, I would love to hear your stories. I would love for you to share those stories on the podcast if you'd like. So if you have a story that you want to share, or if you know someone that might be interested in sharing their story connected to their cultural heritage, then you can email me at jocelyn at customteachingsolutions.com, or you can send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at iteachcustom. I will make sure I link to all of the ways that you can reach out to me in the show notes. So don't feel like you have to grab a pen and frantically write down all of those things now. Okay. Hey, hey, welcome to the Culture Centered Classroom podcast, a space for educators looking to step into their power by creating a classroom environment and lessons that affirm, welcome, and celebrate all their students through instruction. I'm your host, Jocelyn Hubbard, an educator, teacher coach, wife, mother to five children, and your partner on this journey of creating culture-centered classrooms. Let's jump into the episode. Hispanic Heritage Month is celebrated from September 15th to October 15th. It is a fantastic time to highlight the beauty and diversity of Spanish-speaking peoples and their culture. As I dive into this episode, it is important to mention that Hispanic is not a race. It is an ethnicity. Okay, a race is a group of people sharing similar outward physical characteristics, and it is a social construct. An ethnicity, on the other hand, is about shared cultural beliefs, practices, and norms. According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, ethnicity is... Is it, it contrasts with that of race in that it is concerned with a group's cultural identity or expression, whereas race focuses on physical and biogenetic traits. I do just want to point out that there are two races, right? White and black, but there are thousands of ethnicities. In the United States, however, the ethnicity category on any official document has Hispanic and non-Hispanic. What's up with that? Why does the government choose to show some identifiers and not others? 
I'm not really sure. <laughs> and while I love, honor, respect, and value Hispanic culture, I believe that other options should be there, right? Like our options shouldn't be limited on these official documents to just two categories when there are literally thousands. There are so many systems and processes, policies and procedures that really need to be questioned, reevaluated, and adjusted. Anyway, I digress. As you prepare to honor Spanish-speaking people, I believe it is important to understand a few terms that are often used interchangeably, but they are not the same. So I'm going to also link to a couple of really interesting blog posts and other reading material that, that I have used to do some of my research and that I think you will also find really valuable and, um, and interesting. So one of the terms that I want to, to first define is the word Hispanic. According to Merriam-Webster, it is of or relating to or being a person of Latin American descent and especially of Cuban, Mexican, or Puerto Rican origin living in the U.S., of or relating to the people, speech, or culture of Spain. The next term, or set of terms, words, Latino, Latina, Latinx, a person of Latin American descent, Latin America consists of 33 countries. Were you aware of that? Because I wasn't until I actually looked it up. And I taught social studies, <laughs> okay? I taught, I taught world geography. So I'm a little bit embarrassed by the fact that I didn't realize that there were so many countries that made up Latin America, but I didn't. And so I'm just, you know, giving you that space to be okay with not knowing, but not okay with not finding out. Now, not all Latin American people speak Spanish. Some speak Portuguese, French, English, and then a variety of other Mayan languages. So a person may be Latin American, but not Hispanic. That's a really important differentiation that we need to make. The last word that I want to define is Chicano, Chicana. And that is a person of U.S. citizenship who is also of Mexican descent. Putting up a world map in your classroom and then like pinning the Spanish speaking countries can help your students to visualize and I think get a, a greater idea of like the scope, right? Because it can be really easy to think that most people in the world speak English when your quote world is English dominant. And in the United States, although there are people that speak so many different languages, it is English dominant, right? Differentiating between the aforementioned terms and also, like I said, kind of putting up that map so your students can see all the different Spanish-speaking countries and, and making sure that your students differentiate between those different terms. It's important. Words are powerful and misuse or misidentification can be very hurtful to so many different people. Now, in this episode, I want to share three considerations for celebrating and highlighting Hispanic heritage. Per usual, I'm going to begin with some definitions. So we kind of, I did start with some definitions around those, around those terms that I mentioned, but I, I want to also give a few other definitions so that we can have some a common understanding. I wanted to find the word celebrate and the word highlight. 
Because a lot of times when we're talking about heritage months, it's like, oh, you know, celebrate Hispanic heritage, celebrate Black History Month, celebrate. So I want to define that word celebrate. According to Merriam-Webster, it means to perform, and in uh, parentheses they have, a sacrament or solemn ceremony publicly and with appropriate rites. It also says to honor, in parentheses, an occasion such as a holiday, especially by solemn ceremonies or by refraining from ordinary business. And then the last definition that I want to point out is to mark, and in parentheses, something such as an anniversary, by festivities, or other deviation from routine. Okay, so that's celebrate. And then the word highlight means to throw a strong light on, to center attention on, emphasize or stress, to constitute a significant or especially interesting part of. Now thinking about both of those words, that word celebrate, I think that many times when we say celebrate this month or celebrate this group of people or whatever, it in our minds, it's aligned to the part of the definition that says a deviation from routine. Because of that understanding, there is this mental struggle as to how we should do this, or even some pushback as to whether we should do this, right? There's like this internal struggle about the importance of deviating from the routine in order to, quote, celebrate these people or traditions or whatever. And this connection between like that, that definition deviation and celebrate, it's not weird, right? It's not wrong or abnormal, but it is a result of our cultural programming, especially here in the United States, right? I've never lived outside of the United States, so I cannot speak firmly on anyone, any other country's kind of cultural programming. But in the United States, when we celebrate things, there's a day off. We're celebrating Labor Day, we take a day off. We're celebrating Memorial Day, we take a day off. So a holiday celebration is connected to leaving our normal routine. And when your lived experiences of a celebration align with taking a break from the normal, then naturally, that is what you associate the word with. In this series, I'm hoping to partner with you in some mindset and paradigm shifts. Let's think instead about honoring and highlighting Hispanic heritage and culture. Okay, like let's in our minds think about that word highlight, even if we say celebrate. <laughs> okay, so where we are, we are putting an emphasis on, we are centering, we're being intentional when we're when we're thinking about Hispanic, Hispanic heritage and Hispanic culture. Now, here are three ways to consider doing this. The first is to make sure that you are intentional and open to learning and unlearning because that is a huge piece, right? There's a lot of unlearning that often has to occur before we can truly celebrate. Remember, this is not a, you know, a checkbox kind of thing. Highlighting and celebrating Hispanic carriages, it's 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 not a, a, a print these worksheets out and have the students create this cute little craft kind of thing. That's not what it is. It is it is a a centering, a being intentional and making sure that we are being inclusive. So to truly highlight and celebrate a culture, 
the people that embody it, the traditions, foods, music, perspectives, you need to learn it and appreciate it and value it yourself because your students can tell. They can tell. The second thing in is it's, it's kind of wrapped up in the series title, right? It's more than a month. Celebrating, highlighting, it's more than a month. So I want you to look at your curriculum. Look at your lesson plans. Look at the resources that you're using to support the learning in your classroom. I'm talking about the books, the posters, the examples, right? The jokes or whatever, the technology and the people that you bring in to support your learning, whether it's an interview via Zoom, whether you have someone actually come into your school and give a keynote or some type of motivational speech, make sure that you are noticing if there is consistent mention or inclusion of Hispanic people, their contributions, the places where you can find some of these cultural beliefs and practices and traditions being celebrated and honored today. Normalizing the incorporation of Hispanic culture into your yearly instruction is the way to make sure that your students appreciate value and honor, right? That it's not just this weird thing, that it's not just like, oh my gosh, we have to like deviate from the plan. And when September rolls around, now all of a sudden we're talking about Hispanic people, right? September can be a time to highlight people. Remember I said, think about birthdays. It is great to highlight people and to really make sure that you set aside time. But in order to, to truly value someone, you can't just honor them one time out of the year. So think about all of the contributions and, and, and all of the different perspectives, all of the, the, the traditions that have, that have influenced the, the country where you live, right? So if you're in the United States, think about how Hispanic culture has impacted United States culture. It's important. And there are a lot of contributions in that way. Okay. But it, it, it should not be only only one time a year. And, and this should, September should not be the only time that your students are made aware of the dynamic and nuanced culture of Spanish speaking people. And hey, no subject is excluded. Language arts and science, all the way to fashion design and physical education. Okay. There should be mention of and representation of Hispanic peoples and their culture and traditions all throughout. Because guess what? Hispanic culture has touched all of the different subject areas in a different way, in different ways. And so that's why, like I mentioned that very first one, that you're going to have to take the time to be willing to learn about it and to see how that culture has impacted the grade that you teach. That's all right. That, well, I guess, yeah, the, the, the grade level, but the, the actual subject matter, your content area. And maybe there are some things that are grade specific. You can make correlations between some of the things that children in Spanish speaking countries are learning maybe at that same grade level versus the things that we prioritize and learn in the United States. So that's another connection there. Now, the third thing is to make students and parents and their guardians aware that you are doing this so that, that, that although there will be a diverse range of people, perspectives, and traditions covered in the regular curriculum. There will be times throughout the year when special attention is placed on the people, places, and cultures of our beautifully diverse world. Then ask them to share any books, recipes, songs, 
people or other information that would help enrich the time focused on highlighting Hispanic culture. Invite the parents and guardians to come to the classroom, whether in person or virtual, okay? Because we know we got to be on our toes. We got to be ready. <laughs> but invite them into the classroom to share in the celebration and or for, for, for them to share the information firsthand, right? So it can be a shared learning experience, an opportunity for everyone to learn and grow together and for everyone to be celebrated in that way if they so choose. Now, those are just three things to consider. So again, the first is to make sure that you are intentional and open to learning and unlearning about Hispanic culture. The second is to understand and remember that, that this highlighting and celebrating is about more than a month. You really want to look at your curriculum and your lessons and your resources. And then the final thing is to invite students and parents and guardians into this celebration. Invite their input, invite their resources to align and couple with your resources so that there really is a true appreciation and a valuing of Hispanic culture, that it's not just like a one and done. It's not just like a, here we go again. Okay. I hope that these points of consideration were helpful as you are getting ready to, to celebrate, to highlight Hispanic heritage. Yes, the Hispanic Heritage Month is September 15th through October 15th. And so definitely make sure that you are putting special emphasis there. But to truly honor and value and appreciate people and culture and traditions. You got to do it all year long. Now, like I said, this is going to be the first in this series. So whenever you know that a Heritage Month is coming up, be looking out for another podcast episode where I will be talking specifically about that Heritage Month and a few things to consider as you are celebrating that heritage. Also, if you want to share your story, I want to hear it. So please make sure that you reach out to me so that we can talk and we can we can share, we can build bridges of empathy person to person by sharing your story on the podcast. All right, my friend, I will talk to you next Wednesday. And as always, enjoy the rest of your week. That's a wrap on today's episode, but it does not have to be a wrap on the action you're taking in your classroom. The perfect next step is to head over to customteachingsolutions.com forward slash the checklist and grab the free resource I created just for you. It's called the ultimate classroom diversity checklist, and it has five simple steps that you can take to create a much more welcoming and inclusive classroom today. All right, my friend, grab your free resource and we'll chat next week.